Welcome to the Persuasion Lab. Hi, this is Martin Medeiros, your host, and today we're going to talk about alternatives to negotiation. We also will touch on the benefits and burdens of each of these positions. In previous episodes, we talked about when not to negotiate. For example, when you have everything to lose and nothing to gain, do not negotiate think about an alternative. In this episode, we're going to talk about what you can do other than negotiate. And you have options, which among other things can be the buyer bill decision. So let's get started. The first option you have is to go it alone. As I've said in previous episodes, and it's my little mantra here at the Persuasion Lab, we communicate our needs to the world by using persuasion, influence, and negotiation, and how effective we are at using those methods determines if our needs are, in fact, obtained. So you can always go it alone. The benefit is you have control and you don't have to deal with other people, which some people dislike, and it may lead to creative thinking because you are untainted by anyone else's opinion, which is good because your ideas may be uh, unique, non-judged. The downside, of course, is that there's no peer review of an idea that may have been tried many, many times before, have never uh, succeeded. If you're not in anyone else's council, your own echo chamber sometimes sounds really good. Uh, The burden of this is time and money. So if you do everything yourself, you have to spend time and you're going to have to spend money. Uh, you can't leverage. There really is no synergy in some of those things if you're trying to get one of your needs met by going it alone. The second alternative to negotiation is to ignore your needs, which uh, we can do. So some people do this. They focus on the needs of others, uh, the needs of their leadership, the needs of their children, the needs of their spouse, the needs of an activist that's telling them to do something. There are many ways that people uh, feel like they don't have to design a future of their needs because they would rather serve other people, which is certainly done by many people. The, you know, the burden is that this is this altruistic um, tendency uh, probably won't get your needs it's not sustainable, and it has probably a deeper issue about self-identity. So if you have needs, you have to try to communicate them to the world to get them to meet because everybody has needs. The third option we're going to talk about is to accept your life as it is or accept your, accept your circumstances as they are. The benefit of this, of course, is you don't have to think about it. Uh, it may be easier. It may limit losses and gains. And uh, if you're 
happy never to be in the arena to assert yourself and fail, uh, then this is a, a stable environment. Uh, the burden of this position, accepting what's given to you as is, is it may not meet your needs, in which case your needs will be unmet and you either have to accept that or not. And if you can't accept it, you have to do something else. And it, the biggest burden, I think, is that accepting your situation as is that doesn't meet your needs is it limits your ability to growth, to learn, to figure stuff out, to better yourself. And that's what I think a burden is. The uh, fourth option is the workaround, where we want something and we couldn't get it through a negotiation or we don't want to engage in a negotiation. So we are willing to spend a little time and effort to work around it. So the benefits of this, of course, it's controlled by you and some people want control. And it may lead to creative thinking in that you have to solve a problem. Uh, how do I get this um, workaround? And this is kind of like a corollary to the uh, go it alone. If you go of things alone, you have to get creative to prob- uh, solve your problems. If there's an impediment, to what you want and there's no negotiated way or you can't negotiate, then you have to creatively think. And that's, I think, a benefit. The burden of this position, of course, is that workarounds generally are uh, expensive and they uh, take time because if you could go through the front door by a negotiation, you probably would if you have to figure out how to figure a workaround that may take and usually does take time and money. Uh, the Another burden is it takes uh, detailed planning. You generally have to think about it. You have to have a plan and you may come up to more blockages and this can be very frustrating. So unless you have that persistence and resilience, uh, workarounds are probably not the best option if that's someone, uh, if that's how you you have trouble dealing with being persistent and bouncing back from from losses, the uh, fifth option, of course, is conflict. Is to fight. Uh, you're trying to negotiate someone. You're not getting it, and you're by some means you're trying to force your way through in a non-negotiated way. Uh, I don't mean physically. Certainly, that can happen, but through. Uh, litigation or uh, expending a lot of resources to do something when the cost-benefit analysis just may not be there. So when you're fighting, uh, you have the appearance of control and conflict may work well. In fact, I think conflict definitely has a place, but a fight it to my way of thinking is more than conflict. It's a little bit rougher. It's a little bit more uh, uh, emotional. And for those reasons, the result can be mixed. So the, the burden of fighting things out instead of negotiating is uh, stress and anxiety. There's legal risks and there's incredible risks of loss. Uh, ultimately, if this is a diplomatic situation and you decide to go war, uh, the war button is uh, 
misery, loss of life, and hardship for the entire population. And also, if you cannot negotiate with someone and you uh, one-on-one and you use force of some means, there are legal ramifications to that. And of course, the uh, the sixth point I want to talk about is not an option, it's negotiation itself. And this is why I favor negotiation over the go to lab, go to loan, uh, ignore my own needs, accept my life as is, the workaround or a fight. Because negotiation at its core is a needs focus. If you can do it well, if you listen to the podcast, if you read my books, if you read other people's books, uh, uh, Lewicki, uh, uh, Cialdini, uh, Fisher and Uri, uh, these are authors that really help us get a really good grasp on how to navigate this high form of human interaction. Uh, if it's needs focus, you do have control if you have the knowledge, you do have the ability to get creative solutions. And the burden of this is you have to deal with other people. And some people don't like that. And the burden is being a good negotiator requires skill and expertise and a lot of experience. The more you do it, the better you get. And that's why I'm always for the proposition negotiate more to get better at it. You need more practice in negotiation. And it can be anything. It can be a retail setting, making simple requests. I give a lot of tips in these uh, podcasts about that. Um, so that's the uh, the lesson for today. The takeaways are you have options to negotiate. You don't always have to negotiate. And you may not want to negotiate. You may want to go it alone. You may want to ignore your needs. You may want to accept things as is. You may do a workaround, you may fight, but negotiation, if you're informed, puts you in control. And that's our episode for today. This is Martin Medeiros at the Persuasion Lab. You can find more information at my website, martinmedeiros.com. Please subscribe to the newsletter, and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Have a great day.